Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Dynasty Tailgate Podcast, powered by the Semi-Pro Fantasy Sports Podcast Network. We are back from the Senior Bowl, me and Joe, and we had a fun time down there. And we also met some friends, so we decided to bring them on the podcast. So, without further ado, I'll let them introduce themselves, because I'm going to let them do that. I'll let Dan go first, because I interrupt him all the time. (laughs) All the time. Uh, What's up, everyone? I'm uh, EagleDanFF on Twitter, uh, Dan from Champions Round. It's a, it's a pleasure to be with you here all today. Talk about some Senior Bowl stuff. And I am Steffi Smalls, his co-host of Everyday's Draft Day over at Champions Round. And pumped. It's This is fun that we were able to hang out and meet down there. And then now we get to recap it all. For sure. For sure. It was a fun couple of days. It Joe was. is apparently getting a work call in the middle of this. I'm, a, I'm appreciative of that. <laughs> and there goes Joe. All right. Well, awesome. Glad that uh, he's mad. Golf- we called him Josh all week. Yeah, probably so. No, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was awesome, to be honest with you. So, all right. Well, you know, we're let's just talk about the sights and sounds of the Senior Bowl. So how did you all feel that the week went as a whole? Daniel? I think that it was it went it was a lot of fun. It went really well. I'm kind of disappointed that it didn't rain on the third day and they still canceled practice when it monsoon on the second day and we sat out in that. Um, but other than that, I think it was a it was a great experience overall uh, for everybody that went. I think it was good uh, for networking, good for like scouting and stuff. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, enjoyed like meeting you guys obviously and uh, being down there with Steph. It was a, it was a great time for me, and I, I really enjoyed it. Next next year, I'll definitely go earlier though. I think I think the key is to get in and be there for the first day of practice. So I think that was a little bit of an epic fail on our part. But uh, if, if only someone had mentioned to go on Monday and got shot down by everybody. Okay. Else hey, I also yeah. mentioned that, and Joe couldn't get off work, so we had to go down mm-hmm. later too. So yeah. you know, it's, it's always it's next around. year. There's always next year. I'm definitely exactly. bringing a poncho next time. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah, welcome to the program, Joe. Uh, it's hey, good to see you. Yeah, my uh, my work phone died like two weeks ago, and I just put the SIM card in the new one, and uh, that was nuts. So it is now in another room, safely away from this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just get to the players. So let's just start at the top. Quarterbacks. We did not. I Okay, I, I will let everybody speak for themselves. But for myself, I did not love any of the quarterbacks. I will say that I think I went a little bit far on the hatred for Malik Willis. I think I can see what everybody else, the, the the clay mold that needs to happen for teams when they get him on their team. But the legs are what he showed at the Senior Bowl. And so I think that was most of his, you know, what most scouts wanted to see. The arm, the strength is there, not necessarily the accuracy, but that's not that's beside the point. So, Joe, what did you think of Malik Willis down there? Well, he did completely unguarded with no defense, hit a trash can in the corner of the end zone, so... 
super pumped about that one. Uh, no, he looked good. He looked good. Um, I Again, I'm not super hyped about any of these quarterbacks. I've been reading a lot of news. I'm seeing that the Panthers are apparently enthralled with Kenny Pickett, and they're considering him at six. I don't – I didn't see a sixth uh, – a six pick out of any of those quarterbacks there, but undoubtedly one of these guys, two of these guys is going to rise up and um, yeah, that's, I'm just not that impressed with them. Fair enough, Dan. I think a a lot was made of of Kenny Pickett going six for six for for a touchdown in the actual senior bowl game, but in all the practices, I mean, we can all see like the the kind of uh, athletic potential that um, Malik Willis has. I think it would have served him better if he had thrown uh, a bit more because we all know that he he had legs. That wasn't a surprise to anybody. He showed that at Liberty. I think we were all looking for like how he could, you know, stay in the pocket, you know, process his reads and all that. And I don't think he showed that enough at the senior bowl to make anyone feel uh, that comfortable. Um, I know obviously the quarterbacks are going to be taken higher than they should because that's the, you know, it's the most important position in the league. But uh, for me, like I wouldn't take, except for maybe Willis and uh, maybe Pickett, I wouldn't take any of these guys in the first round. I just don't think that they they have so many like huge red flags and question marks that, and then some of them just played badly. I mean, like be honest, like like uh, culture. I mean, Strong just played bad. Uh, so I would I would personally wouldn't as a as a, like a GM wouldn't take any of these guys high. I know they will go high because that's just how the league works. Um, but I really wasn't as, as you guys said. I wasn't that impressed by any of the quarterbacks uh, at all in in the Senior Bowl. I feel like you're not getting a single NFL ready quarterback. If, is that fair to say? Like, I yeah. think that all of them are at, in some way, shape or form a project. <clears throat> it's going to have to take the right team to have patience and work with one of these guys because all of them have stuff to not like about them. Like, yes, there's a lot of promise in Malik Willis and I probably was too hard on him as well while we were down there. Um, but again, like even that day two practice, like I just didn't, those guys looked ridiculous. They looked ridiculous. Like, and I get it was raining and Willis probably looked the best, but even that day, I thought strong kind of looked pretty good too. Like his arm strength is good. And I get that. I felt like he was probably just trying to show off a little bit, but I think no matter, no matter who it is that gets, there have to be ready for a project. It reminds me not like talent wise or player wise, but it reminds me of Trey Lance where it's like, there's this raw talent in Malik Willis that you can get behind. I see it. I see the fascination, especially fantasy football, uh, people love their mobile quarterbacks. So I get it. I understand why people are excited. But again, yes, there's raw talent. But how is that going to translate onto an NFL field? This is not college anymore. So there's definitely going to be things I think none of these guys I see should be starting next year as of right now. So that's scary um, if that's like the way the Panthers go power to you but we've seen how stuff like that happens with with sam darnold and other quarterbacks in the past so uh it sounds like a recipe for disaster but that's their choice (laughs) yeah for sure and i I think malik willis is probably going to start right away because just because of his mobility i you can't really just sit that on the bench because you know with a runner you you gotta have those legs going as soon as possible because they're going to wear out um sooner rather than later so hopefully whatever team gets him is prepared for that. I'm scared if he ends up whatever, like Washington, whatever, because I don't know what that means for the wide receivers. Probably nothing good, but I don't know. Kenny Pickett seems a lot like a a game manager. I could see like a Mac Jones type of situation for him. If he goes to somewhere that's like already built, maybe he can lead that like Pittsburgh, for example, Mm -hmm. like they're already built. That would be good for him to go there. Malik Willis probably would succeed there too, since Tom would apparently liked him. Um, But the rest of these guys, I 
their projects. That's what they are. Everybody has a red flag. Um, Carson Strong, for example, I would have loved to see Carson Strong without Cole Turner and without Romeo Dubs. Like that, both of those guys being there also helped him because they already had chemistry, natural because they yeah. played in college. Did together, you see so. the Vikings are interested in him? Apparently, it's like how many guys do you guys want to start like adding <laughs> to your bench? Like, are you just going to make a collection of like these subpar backup quarterbacks that you never use? They just like, hate I don't Kellen understand Mond, what don't their plan is. Like. Why don't you Kellen use Kellen Mond, you weirdos? Like, why are you going to bring on Strong, too? I don't know about that, but it's also a very Vikings. Uh... Yeah, that is the truth. Um, yeah, I don't know. The quarterbacks left something to be desired. Maybe the combine will change my mind. We'll finally get Kenny Pickett's true hand size, see if uh, that is an actual problem or if it's just <laughs> him being double-jointed. I don't know. He threw for a bunch of yards at Pittsburgh this year, so hopefully that is uh... – not something that's a big issue. So we'll move on to the running backs. Um, Joe, I'll let you start out with this one because I know, you know, your love for the first running back you're going to talk about. But as far as running backs go, how did we feel as a whole that the group went? Uh, as a whole, there were a couple guys that that stood out to me on this one. Um, I, I've been very open about my love for Rashad White. I will lead off with him. The man is a monster. He has the instincts to pick up a ball on a, uh, a two-point play um, after it was fumbled and immediately take on contact and almost made it to the end zone. Uh, him on the field, he just looked like an absolute man um, ab- among boys there. I mean, he was totally built different. Uh, the one thing is his uh, sideways quickness. Uh, we watched him on that agility drill a couple times. He had slow feet at first, but they definitely picked up speed as he loosened up. And the burst the guy has on him is is absolutely awesome. Uh, Robinson out of Alabama, I, I, he looked okay. You know, he's got the pedigree, so he's going to go high and stuff like that. Um, and I really like Smith out of uh, Baylor. Losing the thing that Baylor, yeah, he had really good hands. He showed the contact balance um, walking through there. And the uh, absolute monster of a block that Pierce had out of Florida is going to get him on the field very quickly. So I like the nastiness uh, that that guy plays with, and I'm very excited to see those four and how they progress along with the other names that are going to be in the draft. I am going to draft so much Pierce, it's not even going to be funny. I think because he was so underutilized in college, and I had to jump in because I knew Dan Dan and I both love him, so I had to talk before he got a chance to (laughs) I love him. I think he was so underutilized and he's every single thing that you want. And I think he's, it's going to just transition very well to the next level and he will end up uh, being a stud in this league. Yeah. He plays with such uh such vigor. Uh, the play he had, I think it was last year where his helmet popped off on the five yard line rush and he just ran into five or six more guys and got, got into the end zone was yeah. I mean, he, he grounded out. Most guys would just go down in that situation. But he, he plays with this, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. He's just like, get out of my I'm, – I'm doing something right now. Like, get out of my way. Like, I'm running. Move. Yeah. The Donnie Thornberry run, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Dan, what did you think? <laughs> no, uh, uh, Steph is completely right. I loved I loved Pierce. I thought he was the best back overall at the at the senior bowl. I loved the, his receiving ability was underrated. I think that the main thing that uh, everyone was, like, was down on him was just he just wasn't used. Yeah, in college, but we, if he has the kind of talent that translates it that he did in the senior bowl, or he had excellent vision, a better vision than I thought he'd had. Uh, you know, he has excellent balance, like Joe mentioned, uh, and his and his uh, pass pro was easily the best. I mean, he was passing proing better than some offensive linemen uh, down there. Uh, so I think uh, he's someone that I will uh, also have a lot of because I'm not in any leagues with Steph, so we can share. <laughs> um, but someone else that I, I actually re- was really happy about was uh, Jerome Ford. 
uh, out of Cincinnati. I think that, you know, he was, he was really quick. He uh, had that really good outside run, <clears throat> the one practice. Uh, so he shows, he shows good vision as well. I don't think he has the, the size to be a three down back, but he can definitely be that, that third down change of pace back uh, in the league going forward. So those two guys are, were uh, my main, uh, uh, main uh, white also, has, uh, you know, white could clearly could handle the load. He can handle the load in the senior bowl game and, that 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 fumble pickup from the quarterback that apparently can't handle you know snaps, uh, and then trying to rush into the end zone was was amazing awareness. So uh, overall, I think the running backs uh, displayed a lot better uh, potential than we gave them credit for going into the senior bowl. So overall, the group was really helped by the event. I agree. Um, I will admit to everybody that's watching, James Cook, who we were really excited to see there, was not able. Or he was either not able to make it or he declined the actual chance to go after he accepted the invite i don't know i would have loved to have seen him there it really could have helped his draft stock because now i'm even considering like white and pierce maybe on the level of james cook or even like a little bit above him because i just needed to see more from him and this was his chance um i will mention brian robinson during the game got outplayed by tj pledger who arrived on thursday we didn't even get a chance to see him because he didn't get there until thursday to practice on the closed practice and tj pledger outplayed him in the senior bowl game so that's very conceit or concerning to me because i kind of liked brian robinson going into this uh but left a lot to be desired after seeing what uh, even his own team must have thought of him because tj pledger closed out the game um, when they were trying to come back and win that. So kind of concerning there as well. Yeah, he was someone that I was looking forward to seeing too. And he was just, it just felt very flat. Like it was just like, eh. everything he did was in. Eh. And you weren't looking at him. Your your eyes were somewhere else because he was not drawing your attention by any means. Not at all. Yeah, I literally asked you all. I was like, is Brian Robinson out there? Like, I didn't see him at all. I mean, like, yeah. I just asked Dan that. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's not a good thing. That's a little bit on me, I will admit. But I also think that's a little bit on him because, you know, I definitely knew who Damian Pierce was out there. I definitely knew who Rashad White, Abram Smith. Yeah. Like, I definitely know who those guys were. Um, but he just kind of slipped through the cracks. Um, but not slipping through the cracks were the wide receivers. So these players kind of all I feel like all boosted their value not so much during the game seemed to be a tight end friendly game which we'll get to them I know Steph loves some of these tight ends but as far as wide receivers go Steph who did you like out of the wide receiver group this week I'll leave one for uh Mr. Dan because I know who he's gonna want to say I mean Christian Watson obviously is getting a lot of buzz right like people forget too yes I think he was the most consistent overall wide receiver there he's the big bodied guy that you want that can be an alpha receiver um and I think he showed that um, and there was concerns with him coming in that, you know, he, there was a lot of drops, but I think he showed very strong hands and it wasn't as much of a concern watching him. Um, I think people forget too, like there's still, he's kind of getting that hype where he's might be moving up a little too far in draft board. I think people are forgetting about the wide receivers that were not there. Um, but I think he definitely made a name for himself and we'll see him go um, earlier than before the senior bowl. Agree. Um, <clears throat> Joe was mentioned this last night. It was actually fascinating that Christian Watson played better without Trey Lance being at North Dakota state than when he was there. That's a very interesting note, but a lot of people mm -hmm. that are seeing Christian Watson are trying to like force this like Cooper cup comp on him. And I, that let's not do that. Oh, I got people. Let's just, I saw a Kenny Galladay one today. Yes. Let's it's just comp season guys. Come it on. is comp season. Yeah. But like, Everyone's Tyree. We're getting there. <laughs> 
Yeah. Malik Willis is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I have heard it all. I've yeah. heard it mm-hmm. all. <laughs> it's true. Dan, who'd you like down there, wide receiver wise? Uh, so the two guys that really stood out for me were uh, Jalen uh, Tolbert and uh, Trey Turner. Uh, Steph and I were actually agreed on, on Trey Turner. I, I think uh, he showed he had, I think, some of the best hands uh, there at the Senior Bowl. Uh, he has that inside-outside versatility. He won't be a, a high draft pick because he doesn't have any like anything super flashy, but he's just he's just consistent. He's the type of receiver that can settle in as a wide receiver three for a team and just be there for years and give you that that catch when you need it. A type player, and then Tolbert uh, was a big surprise. I think you know he's the, the smaller school. You know he's a Sun Belt. No one's watches the Sun Belt unless you're like a crazy college football fan. But I think he definitely showed uh, that he belongs uh, in the league, especially uh, during the game. He had some great route running, some great hands, uh, showed off his, his speed. So I think he he can uh, has the potential to, to get up there and and, and start for a team uh, when he's drafted. So those two guys uh, for me definitely uh, showed me the most uh, during the Senior Bowl week. Absolutely. Joe? Um, I mean, we'd be remiss not to bring up Calvin Austin. He's probably generated (laughs) he's generated the most buzz out of a lot of these guys. I mean, he's little. He he's a little guy, but there is a talented uh there were a lot of talented defensive backs up out there, and he was running right past them. It was, you know, it was just like, Oh yes, sir, please walk right through here. It was he was open all the time and during the game you could see the chemistry that the quarterbacks knew that he was always open. I mean, his route running was awesome. His size is probably going to affect him a little bit. You know, we talked on the podcast last night. He's probably more of just a slot guy, but we've seen those uh, slot guys that can get open, you know, especially in a PPR league and fantasy really, really be valuable. So he's going to be a fascinating name to watch. Um, you know, he's generated a lot of interest uh, from teams. The Colts was the last team that I read about that were uh, that were scouting him pretty hard. But it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up and what he's able to do because uh, he was impressive. I wanted yeah. to not like him, too. And yeah. again, like it was like obviously the court, the quarterbacks were going to him. He was getting so much work during the practices and he was getting great separation when like very heavily defended. And yeah. he was another one that you just couldn't keep your eyes off of because he was doing so well. Yeah, yeah, he was Andy doing awesome in his really badass Memphis helmet. <laughs> I was just gonna say yeah, that helmet was, <laughs> yeah, was a lot. That yeah. was a big draw, but he does yeah. look so riddle though. Yeah, I'm interested to see what he ends up weighing in on uh, at the combine. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, his his side is, is as much of a problem for me. Uh, I think like getting hit, obviously, like, he he wanted to stay healthy, but he would just open so consistently. He's so quick in and out of his breaks. Like even if it's a bigger corner, unless you like you jam him directly at the line, like he's gonna get open. So it's not really as much of a problem uh, for me, him, his size as maybe for other people, but he's just going to be consistently open and be that PPR like machine. I agree. I agree. Um, I just want to mention two more names, which was Romeo dubs. I I liked how he played all week during the game. He wasn't really used all that much, but I thought he had a very good like catch radius. I really liked his ability to get open Mm -hmm. and catch the ball. And then I really liked Velas Jones from Tennessee. Um, I only noted, like, my big note for him was, like, I feel like if you needed eight yards, he's going to get you nine. Like, I'm not saying he's going to game break. He's not, like, but he's going to be a really decent, I think, slot receiver potentially in the future where, you know, he's just going to be able to get first downs. And Mm -hmm. I think that could be a useful skill for a team if they are looking for someone who's able to get the first downs that guy can get on the field. Yeah, he's got to just not drop the ball. I don't know what was going on with him that second day. He couldn't keep anything in his freaking hands. I was like, dude. And I I wouldn't shut up about him to Dan before we got to practice. And then he's like, 
why is he not holding onto the ball? I was like, shut up, dude. He's doing I was like, his best. Uh, this guy can't catch anything. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Very concerning the catch, yes, part. But, you know, we'll see what he can do. All right, let's get on to tight ends. I thought tight ends going into this entire draft process was going to be very concerning. I, I was not overly pumped for any of them, but this senior bowl changed my mind. So who does anybody want to start with their favorite tight end? Go ahead, Steph. Yeah. I feel like I pointed that towards one person. I yep. love Greg Dulcich with my entire heart. Like, I cannot even explain to you how badly I hope that he falls to a situation where the Giants could take him because I need him on my team. Um, I, again, I was the same way. Like, I first of all, I feel like the buzz was that the tight ends were not very good. Uh, and it was basically McBride, likely, and the other guys that weren't there. But, I mean, this dude was clearing paths entirely for the rush independently. Like, not with, with any help. Like, he was doing that on his own. And that's outside of the fact that, like, if he got the ball, he was making the play you needed him to make. He has such strong hands. Um, actually, quicker off the line than I would have expected for a guy like him because he's big body. Like he's built the way that you want a tight end to be built, and he's just—he's got that cool like swag, like Kelsey and like all these guys. Like he's just a total tight end, and I love it. So I'm excited to see where he ends up uh, in the draft. I cannot wait as well. Um, I'll just mention him because I loved him a lot. Was Isaiah Likely? Um, I really, mm-hmm. I was really wondering what his pass blocking was going to look like going into this, and that not as big of a concern as I thought it would, might be. But he seemed like a really good target, and I think as far as a fantasy tight end goes, he's definitely one of those guys you're going to have to throw on your board because, I, I you know, I think he's going to be very useful, um, and he's going to get a lot of catches. So I think that's somebody that you can look for in your fantasy drafts, dynasty too. He's very fast for his size. Mm-hmm. That's going to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the first yeah. thing you notice. Like, he, yeah. though, he's exceptionally fast. Yeah. No, it was. You, you looked at him and you're like, all right, you know, possession guy. But then he would start mm-hmm. running and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. He's got wheels. He wasn't expecting that because he was a little quiet. But then like when he would get the ball, I felt like the second day that we like at practice, like I almost forgot that he was there. But then I knew right away that he was there the second he got the ball because he was so quick. Yeah. Dan, any tight ends you liked? Yeah, I actually uh, someone that wasn't talked about a a lot, uh, even between us while we were there is uh, Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin. Uh, I think he wasn't, you know, getting as much hype because he was mostly used as as a blocker in Wisconsin, more of an inline type tight end. But he just played in uh, in the Senior Bowl. You know, he he wasn't like the fastest, but he knew how to get open. He's definitely that type of like chain mover guy that you can go in and and put him uh, in there, and he can help in the run game. Uh, he had some great hands uh, on some passes that uh, we can generally say were off target. Uh, but but um, overall, I think he he really impressed impressed me a lot in the in the Senior Bowl game. And blocking in uh, in the senior bowl practices, so he's that that complete tight end that isn't going to wow anybody. He doesn't have the athletic, uh, you know, abilities of a, of a Kelsey or Waller, but he he's a guy that you can like uh, park on your on your on your line and and he'll be able to produce for you. I mean, he'll probably never be a fantasy stud, uh, but he'll have a, co- a couple of good games for you here and there. I can agree with that. Uh, Trey McBride's probably the best receiving tight end. Just his contested catch is something that you can't mm-hmm. multiply. And then uh, Cole Turner. I really liked him a lot in the game. I I was really excited. And, I mean, it seemed like the quarterbacks all loved them some tight ends during the game. It was their uh, security blanket for sure. So that was exciting to see as well. I think Cole 
Turner is going to be one of those guys that ends up looking like a steal. Um, like he doesn't get great separate, like all my complaints about him, like he is coachable. Like he, and I, I got to talk to him too. And he's like a really good kid. Like he was like, if I could compare, if I had to compare myself, like I would go with more of a Waller type, like he, and he's very motivated. So I feel like a kid like that with all the skills that he has, it'll take one good coach. Um, and he could be an absolute stud. I agree. Absolutely. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the IDP part of this. Um, honestly, like there was a couple that stood out completely. I mean, Perry on Winfrey had the best week of practice. I think he was one of the best in the drills um, during the game. Boy, Mafe, I believe is how you say his name was mm-hmm. one. I think he was either the best player in that game or he was just below Perry on Winfrey. Um, but Perry on Winfrey was easily the biggest riser in this class. I think because of what he did at the senior bowl, um, Oklahoma, Great job. You under you underused him. I appreciate um, that as a fan. Um, any IDP people stand out to you all as far as risers? Winfrey probably would have been who I said. I'm trying to think of who else. Well, you think I'll, I'll take this because I, I, I had a couple. Okay. Uh, so for me, uh, on the line, uh, Neil Farrell Jr. Uh, definitely yeah. uh, showed up, especially uh, in the practices. He was basically just blowing up the line every every play, and he had a, he had a really good game. Uh, Demarco Jackson, the linebacker from App State, uh, he was a he, you know he's a smaller school guy, but I think uh, he'll he fits into that that sort of modern linebacker mold that the NFL is looking for now, where he can you know both cover the run and and the pass. Uh, and then the uh, the the one play that stood out, and I don't think I mean I don't, I don't know enough about this guy to uh, see where he's drafted, but Kyron Johnson's. <laughs> blowing up that offensive lineman in practice that one day where he just bull rushed him like into the goalpost was literally the whole, most hilarious thing I've ever seen from any practice ever. Like he just destroyed that guy. Uh, so definitely uh, a couple of guys that, that I will be paying more attention to uh, going into IDP. Uh, but overall, I think uh, defense was, was uh, clearly better than the offense overall in the senior bowl. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Joe, That's you want to talk sure. about your man crush? Oh, man crush. Um, yeah, Logan Hall out of uh, Houston was uh, a mountain of a human being. I watched a lot of him and uh, the rush he had where he was blocked at first, offensive lineman recovered, and then he did like a swim backwards elbow to the guy and just threw him straight to the ground it was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen out of an edge rusher in my life. So he's definitely on my radar. And uh, for the defensive backs out there, uh, Leon O'Neill from A&M, uh, he moved really well. His coverage was there. He was always around the ball. Um, you know, in college, he didn't show a whole lot of uh, of ball hawking, but he could develop into more of like a Kevin Byard type player where in IDP, you're going to get a lot of interceptions from him and, and some tackles along the way. So I was impressed with how he moved uh, with the receivers out there. I agree. The, also, just the other to- guy I was thinking of is Travis Jones out of UConn. I feel like a lot, every once in a while we get a we get a nice stud out of UConn. And I think Travis Jones really made a name for himself. Um, you know, a lot of lateral agility. Just not exactly what I was expecting. Like he definitely was not on my radar. Um, but I was very excited uh, to see how well he did. Like he has so much strength, and he's able to. I felt like a lot of guys there, and I don't know if you guys agree. Like they were relying so much on how big they were, um, rather than using their strength to actually make plays like it's one thing mm-hmm. to be a big big strong boy i get it um but to actually use that to be doing what you need to be doing on the field because you're watching some of these guys try to rely on strength and that's how they're getting beat so he was someone that was actually using it productively absolutely yeah i agree i uh, just wanted to mention kingsley in he's probably going to go high in the draft um during the game he wasn't 
kind of disappeared during the game. But as far as practice went, he was very, I mean, he won all of his one-on-ones. So that was cool to see. And then during the game, Channing Tindall, I don't know if you all saw that, where he just like came from one side of the field to the other to end up making a play like that. That kind of closing speed is something that you really would like to see it at that. He kind of was not really highly talked about coming out of Georgia, but because that Georgia defense has, you know, a lot of studs on it. So it's kind of hard to stand out. But he definitely, I don't know, got my attention during the game. Okay. So do we have any other notes that we wanted to get out there that we maybe didn't mention during all of this? Uh, I just want to shout out real quick, uh, Cole Strange, the offensive lineman from Tennessee, Chattanooga. I think, you know, he was uh, easily the best interior lineman uh, during practice. Uh, I think he really helped his his stock out, and it was impressive that he wasn't like the rest of the offensive linemen getting absolutely bowled over pretty much every play. So, uh, so a quick shout-out to him. He, he really impressed me. And the last Great one is game. I really think that Connor Hayward is going to make fullbacks cool again. <laughs> It's going to happen, okay? Him and Jeremiah Hall were pretty good. He will somehow change the position. I will put money on it. I am so excited. He was fantastic. Yeah, I like like him and um, Hall from Oklahoma. was both pretty good fullbacks. I I thought the fullbacks were pretty good. Um, I just wanted to mention Sam Howell. We didn't talk about him during the quarterbacks. He is short. He is very short. But I will say that he was a lot more elusive than I thought. I, I would, his running, it's one thing to see it on the stat sheet. It's another thing to see it in the game. And it was shocking that he was able to make some things happen. So, I mean, his arm's good, not great, but, I, you know, he could be serviceable. Yeah. Definitely. He's a very vanilla, like, it's very vanilla. But. Yeah. People love yeah. him, yes. so. That's, I wasn't very impressed. I, I don't know that he's the next Patrick Mahomes or whatever definitely the comp is not. these days. No. But I, I think he probably was overall the most consistent guy there um, when it comes to a, the basic needs of a quarterback. Yeah. But yeah. He, he will go way too high for for what I think, how much of a project all these guys are going to be. Yep. Such They're projects. All projects. All projects. Joe, anybody else you need to get out? Um, I just, uh, it's not senior bowl related, uh, but is dynasty related. Uh, Garrett Wilson is moving down my boards because a video surfaced of him at top golf and he is horrible golf swing and through the club <laughs> way down the range. And as a golf guy, I just can't root for that. At least hold on to the club, man. That's all I ask. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, all right. Well, before we get out of here, did any of these players sneak up into the first round of your dynasty rankings did anybody on this list would you say i might take that person at 11 or 12 uh, we won't count idp just offensively um did any of these guys make that kind of impact or is it still third or second or third round i think definitely 100 percent pierce did i'm definitely i probably even go higher than 11 and 12 honestly uh for pierce with, with what he showed if he i mean like i said before if he can translate the kind of effort and production he had during practices in the game He's easily a first-round pick for me uh, in in rookie drafts. Okay, Steph. Yeah, I don't totally. I don't disagree. I don't. I don't think. I think I would maybe take him at the end there. Um, other than that, I don't know that I'm going to get too crazy quite yet. Um, 
as far as moving to my rankings, but you know, time will tell. There's a couple guys, good combine. Maybe I sit on it for a little bit and change my mm-hmm. mind because I am indecisive and change my mind all the time. Could happen. Um, there goes my, there goes my some... clickbait for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I, I can't, yeah, I can't honestly say that I would take anyone. Else. I think Pierce would be tempting for me towards the end there. Yeah. I think I can agree with that. I Maybe Rashad White, depending on how, He's yeah. the way up, man. The mm-hmm. running backs look at the combine. Maybe he's just looks way above and beyond. But mm-hmm. yeah, the is there's it's... a lot of good skill position players. Yeah, out here, and it's you know landing spots, combines still to come, and everything. If you're doing your draft now, you could definitely take a shot at Pierce or White or something like that. You know, right, twelve, fourteen team, and the right landing spot they could massively pay off for you. Um, but it's right. just gonna time will tell in that regard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There was a lot of players. I think a lot of people forget, and this happens every year with the senior bowl. Everyone gets super excited, but then forgets that like a majority of the higher rated guys are not at the senior bowl. Like, right. yeah. there's a lot of guys that also are going to be probably going ahead of them. Well, the highest rated wide receiver was going to be uh, that was going to be here was Jahan Dotson and another player that pulled out right before the game. So, and then like mm-hmm. Devin Lloyd was going to be a high first round pick here at the senior bowl. Mm-hmm. He pulled out ahead of the uh, of the practice week, so yeah, it's just it. You know, we we don't want to go overboard with how the Senior Bowl can affect things, but it's a good little base measurement for those guys. I, I can tell you this: the second and third round of the actual NFL draft is going to be popping this year because a lot of these guys have worked their way up into that. I believe. Yeah, it's it's not a very top heavy draft, but it's a it's a deeper draft than I think we give it credit for. Which is yeah. very fun if you're if you have a crap team that needs to actually add depth to their roster. So I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. All right. Well, we will close this out. Dan, Steph, I appreciate you all joining us today. Is there anything you want to pitch for us real quick? Um, anything you can direct our audience to? No. I mean, we'll have an episode of Every Day is Draft Day coming out. And all of our stuff is at champions round uh you can find me on twitter at steffi smalls with three l's and usually i'm posting whatever we're doing fair enough dan yeah. posting whatever period uh you can find me on twitter at eagle dan ff like you said champions round doing a bunch of uh content for the super bowl so check us out there all the great stuff thanks for having us yeah, on this is fun i can't wait to get another drink with you guys in the near future <laughs> absolutely yeah, sure. we'll have to make that happen so maybe, still recovering maybe, from the last drink maybe so. let's try Maybe like yeah, I slept, please, I slept please in please every single day this week. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. That Friday was not a long day um, as far as getting out of bed, but you know, it's okay. Oh, we yeah. had fun. So yeah. follow me <laughs> at Ombre Vendor on Twitter. Follow Joe at OP Economist on Twitter. Follow at Semi Pro Fantasy on Twitter as well. Uh, leave any questions or comments on the YouTube video. We will answer them there, or you can always hit us up on Twitter. That also works because I will definitely always be on there. So, for at semi pro fantasy sports on Twitter. I appreciate y'all tuning in today and have a great rest of your day.